Time to wake Time up. To wake up. <laughs> no longer can we rely on those same people in the media and politics who will say anything to keep our rigged system in place. Instead, we must choose to believe in America. History is watching us now. We don't have much time, but history is watching. It's waiting to see if we will rise to the occasion and if we will show the whole world that America is still free and independent and strong. Because today, we are not merely transferring power from one administration to another or from one party to another, but we are transferring power from Washington, D.C., and giving it back to you, the people. For too long, a small group in our nation's capital has reaped the rewards of government, while the people have borne the cost. You are tuned in to His Hard Line. Welcome to the number one show many have yet to discover. Our priorities of discussion are quite simple. We put God first. We talk about good health and how to fortify our families, followed by how we restore the republic so we can have a strong nation once again. So patriots, so patriots assemble. assemble. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Good evening, good afternoon, and good morning, wherever you're at in the world. I am Jason, your co-host here at His Hard Line. So welcome with episode 509, and tonight's episode is called The Final Warning. I am, again, the co-host with God and Jesus Christ at my side because they are the ones that are the host. They're the ones in charge. They're at the helm. They're in a captain's chair, and they are at the wheel, which means one thing. They are steering the ship through these crazy waters that we call life, through this storm. All right, and it is indeed a storm. Make no mistake, it is a storm. But you know what? As long as we give 100% faith and trust and surrender over to God, he will steer us out of it. But we also need to participate as a deckhand on this ship, and we need to participate in our rescue. That's very, very important. See, a lot of people just think, oh, God's got this, and I could just take a seat, you know, a seat in the back seat, or I could go below deck and just relax. No, that's not really quite how that works. All right. Just because God is at the helm and he's steering your vessel through this, you know, through this storm doesn't necessarily mean you take a seat seat in the back seat and you just relax. That's not how that works. You have to participate. That's very, very important. And it's not because God can't handle it. It's because he needs us to have a little sweat equity into it. We need to have a little skin in the game. See, God could do whatever he wants because God is God. I mean, he's all-knowing. He's all-powerful. He could do just about anything he needs and wants. But it's also important that we learn valuable lessons. So we have to participate. So glad to have you all here. It is Wednesday, April 12th, 2023. And let me just get this daily disclaimer out of the way. Remember, as I always state, periodically on this podcast, I am not a doctor. I don't wear a white coat. I'm not a financial advisor, a pastor, a priest, deacon, biblical scholar, And I'm not a bar lawyer, so you probably don't want to take your legal advice from me. You'll probably end up in jail. I am also not the official face or voice of the national, state, or county assemblies. Additionally, I do not advocate for violence, and I am my own man, and the opinions, thoughts, and statements are of my own unless I reference other materials. So there you go. There is my disclaimer for the show right out of the gate. So I'm just kind of reading some of the comments here. And just FYI, if anybody wants to see, uh, you know, the studio, I do have this live going on over on Clout Hub. If you kind of want to just watch what's going on, it's really not a lot going on. All you're going to see is one, two, 
laptops, a an extra screen and a mixing board. That's about all you're going to see. I mean, you're not going to see a whole lot, but I have that going on the background just because it is nice to have that audio as a backup um, because Podbean has been known to mess me over once in a while and then I could never get my audio recovered. And then I did a whole show live in the past and then can't even recover it. So I like having Clout Hub just for the mere, you know, simple purpose of having a backup for the audio. So I can always recover something somewhere. Okay, so where do we start? So this is called the final warning. Now, I know a lot of people don't typically listen to the Bible podcast, um, but if you listen to yesterday's Bible podcast, you'll notice there was a plus plus at the um, end of the title. That typically means I go into further discussion beyond the Bible reading. Because if I don't do a two-show night, that usually means that I kind of combine, excuse me, I kind of combine two shows in one. So whenever you see the plus plus, that means two shows are going into one. So pay attention to the plus plus, okay? Now, what I'm going to be doing tonight, though, is I'm going to take a clip of that, about 20 minutes worth from last night. I'm going to be embedding it in tonight's show because it's too important to have people miss because a lot of people don't typically, um, sadly, as much as I'd like people to click on the Bible podcast, because that's what we're here for anyways, is for God first, which is why we do a Bible reading just about every day. But not everybody will click on those. A lot of people typically like to come to the just general regular podcast show, right? That's not biblical related, which I encourage anybody definitely touch on the Bible reading. It's really good to have, you know, spend 15, 20 minutes a day. The Bible show used to be called 1% with him. And the reason it used to be called 1% with him is because we all have the same 24 hour uh, day period. 1% out of 24 hours is roughly 15 minutes. I know you can all spend 15 minutes with your Lord and Savior and, and, you know, doing a little reading in the Bible and spend some time in prayer. It's not a whole lot to spend 15 minutes a day with our God, especially a God who is so loving to give us his one and only son and sacrifice him so our sins would be washed away as long as we believed in him. So I encourage anybody that kind of poo-poos that show to give it a chance. I try to make it interesting. I try not to be boring. I'm not, remember, I'm not a pastor. I'm not a priest. So, you know, you're not going to get a stuffy, you know, white collared shirt up here. That's going to be all like, Oh, and God said this and blah, 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 blah. I'm not, no, no. you're going to get Jason Jones here. Okay. You're going to get Jason Jones and how Jason Jones reads and you're going to get his character and you're going to get his fumbles and his misspeakings. And you're going to get some, you know, uh, humor depending, you know, on the context of the show, you know, it's just going to be a regular podcast that we all learn and read the Bible together. Cause I don't do that just for you. I do that for myself too. I love reading the Bible. So we're going to kind of go over again, kind of as a recap from yesterday's Bible show um, on the tail end, talking about what happened with David Strait and his imprisonment. Now, apparently he's out on bond. He is out on bond, but apparently Bonnie, last I checked, now I didn't update, I didn't look at any updates since um, later, earlier this morning. So I have no idea what's going on with Bonnie Thompson, apparently, is her last name. But we're going to call her Bonnie Strait. That's supposedly that's um, David Strait's wife. But apparently David's out on bond, have no call, you know, have no clue what's going on there. But uh, what we're going to do is we're going to I'm going to recap on that and I'm going to play the segment. Because I, I think I did a really good job covering this yesterday. I don't want to try to do it again and miss a few items. So we're going to replay that. But before we do. I do want to address one thing. So before we get into that topic, so yesterday was a one podcast show for um, a very big reason. So a friend of mine who, who, um, he's a, he's a truck driver like me. He hauls gas like me, but for a different company, his name is Aaron. I've had him on the podcast once before I plan on having him on again. He is willing to come on again because he really enjoys not just helping and ministering to men who have issues and problems and struggles dealing with pornography, but he wants to try to reach as many po- you know people as he possibly can. 
Um, he's a great man. He's a good man. And you know what? Um, a lot of people don't realize because, and the reason I cover this topic, by the way, is because again, we are about solidifying the family and you can't have a strong family household, a strong family unit with God centered in that family. If you're engaging in pornography, it just, it's not, it, the two do not mix. It's like water and oil. I mean, literally the two cannot mix together. One rises to the top while the other sinks to the bottom. I'll give you an idea what rises to the top. And so I went out yesterday. He does a group. He has a group, a men's group that he does, um, that he that that forms together every two weeks. And yesterday was that every other on Tuesday. And it's men who struggle with pornography and are dealing with the challenges of life. And so I asked him, I said, would you mind if, uh, you know, because he's been wanting me to come to his group for quite some time, not because I have a problem. I used to have that problem, not anymore. But he wanted me to come and, and, and see and feel the experience of what he's doing. I said, yeah, I, it would be an honor. I would love to go and check that out. Absolutely. I asked him, I said, if you don't mind, do you think I can like bring my microphone and my, my mobile laptop and I can like record the session? Audio, you know, just audio, no video. So I can use it for the podcast. He's like, yeah, let me put this out to the group, but I don't see it being a problem. Well, anyways, nobody really objected to it. Now, when I got to the meeting, I call it a meeting, but when I got to the group, I set up my laptop, got everything kind of situated and, uh, nobody objected to it. And I, and I asked again, I said, you sure nobody's got a problem with this and nobody objected. But I could tell on one particular guy's face, he seemed a little uneasy. And then I noticed it on another guy's face. Now, again, there's no video. We weren't going to be mentioning names. It's just basically voice. And so I, you know, I, so I hit record. And we were reading a book. And the book is called, let me pull it up real quick. The book is called. Because I want to go buy it. At the Altar of Sexual Idolatry. It's called At the Altar of Sexual Idolatry. It's by uh, Steve Gallagher. Now, it's a very, very intense book. And it's like a prayer group slash book club for these men. Okay. And so they read a chapter. And then they have a discussion about it. And then they get into, you know, just the nuts and bolts of, you know, what each man is dealing with individually. We got in the middle of reading and I, I volunteered to read. And before it was my turn to read. Something came over me internally. It was like God was speaking to me and he told me, shut the laptop down. And so I shut it down. I, I, I closed the lid. I stopped recording. And, and Aaron saw what I did, and he kind of looked a little uh, little puzzled, but he didn't question it. He probably was thinking, oh, cool, thank God. So we got to the end of it, and, and you, know, he, you know, he asked, and I told him, I said, yeah. I said, uh, I said God was telling me to, you know, turn this down, turn this off. Um, because I could tell in that moment, as we were reading the book, I could tell a lot of men take this class very seriously. In fact, one or two didn't almost didn't want to show up today because Satan or yesterday, Satan was trying his hardest to, well, you know, get them to procrastinate, get them to cancel. Oh, go next week or go, go in two weeks. Don't go today. Go in two weeks. You don't need to go today. That's one of Satan's favorite words. Maybe later, maybe later, right? Do it later, but right now do this, but get right later. And so in that moment, I could tell that this was a very, very, even though it was in a guy's office, who's an electrician, nice property, by the way, where we were meeting at very nice property, nice, beautiful home, beautiful pole barn and a great looking office. And 
I could tell that this meeting of men was very sacred. You could tell that these men struggled. I'm talking men of different ages from 30s to 60s. And so I shut the laptop down. I said, you know what? I thought to myself, I'll, I'll just talk about my experience. I'm not going to, I'm not going to violate these men's, you know, vulnerabilities and, 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 and the place that they can look at as being the safest space on earth where they can open up about their struggles that Satan's trying to, you know, ensnare them in. And here I am trying to be an opportunist and try to record this session. And, and again, my, my intentions were purely educational and, and to help get this information out to people on the podcast, because I know there's a lot of people that struggle with pornography. This is one of the reasons why Satan tries to push us out in different countries to take down countries, to demoralize a nation. And so I shut down the computer because God said, this is not the place to be recording. So I shut it down. And so as we got into the discussion, we got done reading the chapter. It was a very intense chapter, a very, very intense chapter. And uh, then we got into the discussion part. And then as we discussed a little bit about the chapter and what we learned from it, you know, one guy made a, a very, he, he asked a very interesting question. He said, why is it when you go in front of a congregation at a church and you're a drug addict and you admit your problems of being a drug addict and that you're trying to take the first steps to recovery, the whole congregation cheers for you, right? The whole congregation cheers for you. They clap for you. They're happy for you that you're taking that step, right? But you go up in front of a congregation and you tell everybody, ladies and gentlemen, I am a pornography addict. I watch dirty videos. I'm a sexual deviant. I have a problem. I lust over young women when I'm happily married. And I have a big problem. And I'm trying to get help you would not be met with the same amount of applause, if any. And he asked in the group, he said, why is that? Why is it that a drug addict would get applause, but the minute you go up there and admit this kind of addiction, which again, make no mistake, is also a form of drug, but it's one that you can hide a lot easier from over a hard drug because hard drugs can actually do things to you physically, really. And I said, you know, I said, that's a great question. I said, here's my only guess. Now, this is just a guess. I said, my guess would be because more people probably deal with sexual deviance than they do hard drugs, and they don't want to be met with the internal sin that they hold as a secret deep inside of them. That's my only guess, because, and I'm not saying this is everybody, but I think more people struggle with this thing, lust and pornography and, 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 and you know, stuff of that nature. I think more people deal with that than drugs. Excuse me for one second. I keep hearing a thump at my window. I think I have a suicidal bird that keeps trying to fly into it. Hold on. Wow, very interesting. Yeah, there's a couple of robins out there that are fighting, and and right outside my window is my air conditioner um, unit, and it is just plastered full of bird poo. So I look very much forward to cleaning all that up. That was lovely to look out my window and see all that. 
But anyways, but back to the question though, you know, I, I, I said to him, I said, that's a very good question. I said, you know, I don't know. I said, that's my only guess. Now I'm reading here in the chat. <laughs> Destry is saying, I am an assembly addict. Rietta says, I absolutely agree with him or a murderer, but sexual sin is still shunned. Oscar says, sin is sin regardless. I do agree with that. Rietta says, I have said that so many times to people. It's not okay. It's hard enough for them to admit and speak about, but to still be shamed is horrible. And then my wife says, many don't see it as a son or excuse me, as a sin because it doesn't affect others. Oscar says, some sins are accepting and taboo to the standard 503 boot on the face of the church. Um, Oscar says, lots of money made with sexual sin. Yes. Rietta says, I personally believe it's partly because sexual sin is such a spiritual thing. It's emotional and physical, and God has a lot to say about the sexual relationship between a husband and wife. It's so personal and intimate. Mary S. says, or excuse me, Nancy says, but sometimes it does. So many of us were molested as children, and it's so hard to deal with years later. I can agree with that. And Q-Pup says, yes, it does. It affects relationships, wives, and children. And Rietta says, amen, Nancy. So, yeah. And this is what I was saying yesterday during the group. I said, you may think it doesn't affect your, your spouse, right? You may think it doesn't hurt them. I said, but little do you realize, I said, you know, your personality can change. I said, you, you know, I said, you, you may be uninterested in your spouse. So that ends up, you know, affecting your spouse as well. So you then, you don't want to, you know, engage in any type of, you know, husband and wife activities, if you will. And I mean, it, it does so much more than more than than, than most people realize. And it 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 can straight up destroy a family without a doubt. So, anyways, without really getting into too many details of the discussion, it was a great great group, and it was an hour and a half. Now they meet every other Tuesday. Now it was a bit of a jaunt for me because I had to drive 40 minutes to get there. Um, but it was worth it. And I think, I think I will be going once a, at least once a month, try to anyways, because I could see the hurt and the struggle that these men have because I wrestled with the same struggle. And so if I could be an a help to one of those or some of those men as well to lean on when they're dealing with a weak, a weak point. I want them to be able to turn to me because I want them to find and feel the freedom and breaking free from that. I mean, it is amazing. And I was telling them, I said, you know, I said, you know what really feels good about all of this? When you finally break free from this I said, now make no mistake. Satan tries to get me in other ways. I said, but you know what's great about breaking free from this? I said, I can leave my laptops, my phones, everything all around the house and not give a crap. Passwords known to the wife and all. Don't care. I have nothing to hide. Go ahead and look. In fact, I'd even one-up it. Download a program on your phone that's tethered to my history on my phone or computer. So this way, there's no chance of hiding any type of history or deleting history. Like that's where I'm at. Like you can do whatever you want. You can look at whatever you want. In fact, there was a time, one time, maybe my wife might recall this situation. She was shopping for, I think, I can't remember if it was like a bra or some sort of lingerie or something like that. It was undergarments for women, of course, for her, for herself. And we were watching a movie in bed and she was doing her little online window shopping and and she sends me a picture uh, via text and she asked me, hey, what do you think of this? And so I opened it and um, I was like, um, I'm like, it's it's nice. And, I, and then I put the phone down um, and I and I asked her, I said, can you do me a favor? I said, look, just find whatever it is you like. I said, if you could just do me a favor, don't send me pictures. I said, because obviously what what, what she showed me and she didn't realize it was a model like you typically see in a lot of, you know, circular ads that come every Sunday, right? You know, 
it was a model wearing the bra or whatever it was that she was looking for. And I said, if you can just do me a favor, just not send that to me. I trust your decision. I said, I don't want to see half naked women, even though it's in an advertisement. I said, I just don't want to, you know, have my mind go in a lusting direction unintentionally. You know what I mean? And so, yeah, um, I'm sure she remembers that. I'm looking through the chat here. Um, QPUP says the total disrespect for women or whoever you're watching. You know, you're absolutely right. So that point actually got brought up yesterday about the disrespect. And what we came to the conclusion of, it's not so much disrespect, but it's a heart issue. What is Satan always trying to get after? He's always trying to get after our heart, right? And so it was said that a pastor actually told some of these men, well, you just need to respect women more. Okay, agreed. But that's easier said than done. Because if you have a heart issue, meaning if it's darkened and hardened, you're just not going to up and just whoop, respect women. If you have a heart issue. And that's, a, you know, that's, that's the biggest thing. Now, who can fix that heart? God. Jesus. That's why I always encourage people, invite Jesus in your heart daily. Soften that heart. Get some light in that heart. Rieta was just saying right here, people assume it's all men, but women struggle with it also. In fact, women, in fact, it's been said that women are on the rise of, of, of consuming pornography more than men nowadays. And she says, we need to love these people and help them. Yes, we do. Oscar says, sounds like an awesome group. It is an awesome group. I didn't know what to expect when I went to this group, but I will say this. I don't have a problem with this anymore, but I want to go back to this group because like I said, it's like a Bible reading and book club in one and, and, and men opening up about their, their weakest points in their life. And I'd like to be a part of that because we need to, we need to solid, you know, solidify our families very important. So I plan on buying that book and I plan on reading it. I plan on talking about it here on the air because I talk a lot about assembly stuff and it is important. I talk a lot about God stuff. That's most important. I want to start talking a little bit more about, you know, health and wellness and things of that nature, especially with summer coming up, maybe talk about some gardening, gardening things. But, you know, I also want to get into the family aspect of things. And one of the things that kills families is, again, money and pornography issues. That's what destroys families because Satan is behind both. Okay, so we're going to pivot from this and I'm going to play this 20 minute piece that I did on yesterday's show regarding David Strait and his arrest. Okay, now keep in mind. He is out right now on bond. He's not released because he's innocent. He's out on bond. And the last I saw, Bonnie was still kept in. Not sure what's going on. Again, the last update I read and looked into was earlier this morning. So I'm sure a lot could have changed between then and now. And if there are any updates, feel free to put it in the chat. So let's play what I got into yesterday. There, there is that. So, as you all know, I'm part of the Michigan General General Assembly, okay, as well as my county assembly, but I'm part of the Michigan Assembly. And I've always been telling you guys, watch your rear ends if you're not part of the assembly and you've been thinking about it and you got one foot in the, you know, on, you know, one side of the fence and, you know, a foot on the other side because you're just not sure if you want to fully jump over. Because you're not sure if it's the lawful thing. Well, I'll tell you this. A certain somebody with the state nationals got arrested yesterday, apparently. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And if you're on Telegram, you can actually follow it all you want. If You can go to Bobby Lawrence's Telegram page, and he has it all posted. He's got David Strait, uh, David Strait's mugshot. And, and this is on Bobby Lawrence's page, okay? He's another state national fraud who likes to, you know, defraud so many people okay um but yeah he he was arrested for apparently um 
what was it? Apparently, let me go to the text real quick. Hold on, because I was forwarding this to some people here. So he was apparently, uh, let me find it. Let me find it. Where did I see it? So he was apparently arrested for, I guess, previous tickets that he didn't pay. But I guess he didn't have any proof of insurance and they impounded his truck. Now, I'm sorry. I call this story BS. All right. Not the fact that he's not arrested. He's definitely arrested because everybody's making a big deal. Bobby Lawrence is going to the jail to, to go see him and all this other crap. Um, it's there in Texas, apparently, in Johnson County, Texas. But apparently, you don't just get arrested for not having proof of insurance. You don't get arrested for not having your tabs updated on your license plate, right? Your registration. You don't get arrested for that. I played not too long ago. Um, it was at least a f couple few months ago, at least. Um, an audio clip of Joe uh, of Joe Fry, who is in the Michigan Assembly. Um, and I'll play it again sometime, not right now. In fact, I don't know if I could even find it right now if I wanted to. Um, but for the sake of time, we'll hold that off for a different day. But anyway, he basically told a story about how he got pulled over by the state troopers on his way to an, an assembly state meeting. And he flat out, you know, because he got pulled over for speeding. And he told the, st the state officer, the state trooper, he says, um, sir, uh, you're actually out of your jurisdiction. And you're not to interfere with the business of the, you know, the general general assembly. And so, of course, after a few questions from the trooper, to make a long story short, he goes back, verifies the information and the answers that Joe gave the trooper. He comes back with his credentials, gives them back his credentials because he got pulled over doing 80 or 81. All right. in a 70, which definitely probably, you know, he probably would have got a ticket if it was anybody else. And um, after the state trooper realized who he was and what he was doing and where he was going, which was attending assembly business. All the officers said, okay, well, everything you said is true. Just please drive safe and have a nice day. Well, of course, just to prove a point, he sped right back up and not only did 81, but went one more over and was doing 82. And you know what? The state trooper had not a damn thing to do about it. Why? Because they're foreign agents. They swear an oath to Interpol. They're not, they don't swear an oath to the constitution, not state troopers, at least not the ones in Michigan. I don't know about other states, but most state troopers, to my knowledge, they don't swear an oath to the Constitution. They're foreign agents. That's a different story for a different day. Now, back to Bobby Strait here, or uh, not Bobby Strait, got two names mixed together. Back to David Strait here and Bobby Lawrence. All right. So again, you don't you don't get you don't get arrested for having no proof of insurance. And here's the other thing. So Bobby Lawrence also posted right here. Says people on the ground, this was on Telegram, says people on the ground there say that they just got off the phone with the jail and they said that they're holding Bonnie until the morning for an arraignment hearing. Now, why would they hold Bonnie for an arraignment hearing? The question, and this is what it continues to read right here on his Telegram. The question was asked of the jail, how can they hold Bonnie on something that was dismissed? The one on the other end of the phone said that they don't know. They see that it was dismissed on their screen. However, their orders are to hold Bonnie until the morning for an arraignment. Very, very interesting. So not only did David get arrested, but now Bonnie's arrested too. All for no proof of insurance? Really? Come on, guys. You know there's much, much more to that story than not having proof of insurance. All right. I'm not going to sit here and make speculations and, and spread rumors, but I'm just saying there is more to this story than what's being leaked out on Telegram. I'm just saying. So there is that. So I'm not going to really harp on this story because first off, um, I'm it, it's it's not really a situation where I, I want to really talk heavily about it because it is kind of a it, it's a situation. All right, it's a situation. Um, we don't really know all the full details, but what we do know is that a young man in Utah who was, you know, driving around with a state national fabricated license plate, a false fabricated fraudulent license plate, got himself not only pulled over, but basically murdered by the cops because he wouldn't comply or listen to them saying, well, I'm sovereign and I don't have to listen to you guys. Well, that ended up in basically a, a gunfire fight and he ended up dying at the age of 25. Very, very sad.
So there's that. Now, here's something else that I came across. Somebody posted on my page. Um, I'd love to give... Uh, I can't remember who posted this because whenever I see people post stuff on my chat or uh, on the page, I just kind of forward it to my saved messages as something to kind of look over a little further and discuss. So this was on the dailybeast.com. Um, this, let me read this story real quick. I got to pay attention to the time here real quick. Okay. Yeah. So this was on the dailybeast.com. And you, here's what's also interesting. I was going to tell you this, guys. So um, will it not let me read? Hold on a second. Unlock the article. You got to be kidding me. You allowed me to unlock it earlier. Hold on, guys. Instant view. Okay, I, I found it. Okay. Um, before I read this article from the Daily Beast, I was talking to my uncle, who is quite liberal, um, out in Colorado. He works for the FAA, so he's a government employee, of course. Um, but he's always been somebody that was close to me as I grew up from a kid from childhood. Um, there's no doubt that he voted for Biden. There's absolutely no doubt. And he absolutely hates Trump and he probably would lick Nancy Pelosi's toenails uh, if he could. Um, just saying, that's kind of like how far left they are. But you know what? He's my uncle. She's my aunt. Love him to death either way. But he was, we were talking, because I haven't talked to him in such a while. So I wanted to call and see how he was doing. And he was showing me his new house, you know, on FaceTime. And then he started asking me, he goes, have you ever heard, have you ever heard of a, of a state, you know, have you ever heard of us? No, that's what he asked for. He goes, have you ever heard of a sovereign citizen? I'm like, uh, no, I'm like, I heard of it, but that's not a thing. He's like, oh yeah, I've been watching all these YouTube videos of these people claiming that they're sovereign citizens. And you know, you speak a certain way and use certain words and, and they're getting themselves arrested. He goes, I'm having a blast watching these videos. Cause these people are effing morons. I'm like, yeah, well, I'm like, here's the thing. I'm like, what those people are doing is completely wrong and unlawful. Um, there is actually, you know, basically a lawful way to do things, but that what they're doing is completely wrong. So now to this article. So what I'm saying is people like my uncle, who pretty much is asleep to a lot of stuff. He's even being kind of seeing stuff on YouTube about, you know, these sovereign, quote unquote, sovereign citizens. Again, not a thing. Getting themselves in a heap of trouble and getting themselves arrested and, and basically, you know, um, well, just getting themselves, you know, in trouble on YouTube, on video. And he's enjoying watching every minute of it. Quite frankly, I think more people need to watch that because then they'll realize, holy crap, um, I am definitely not going to become a state national now because they look like they are getting themselves put in the who's cow and getting nice mugshots. No thanks. So here we go with the Daily Beast article. Sovereign citizen, this is the headline. Sovereign citizen, sovereign citizens turn on each other over 200,000 fake license, over $200,000 fake license plates. A well-known member of the far-right movement who is known for his outlandish legal theories has been given the boot as two prominent branches turn on each other. Members of the far-right sovereign citizen movement are best known for their clashes with law enforcement and traffic stops in courtrooms across the country. Sovereign citizens have tried and failed to implement their bizarre homemade legal theories when faced with the enforcement of legitimate laws. But now two prominent branches of the movement have turned on one another, feuding over a lucrative scheme to sell fake license plates for a non-existent Republic of Texas. Well, 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 well. Don't say we haven't warned you, folks. Continuing on with the article. The feud pits the citizens of a fictitious entity called the Republic of Texas against David Strait, a so-called sovereign citizen guru, whose seminars on his legal theories have raked in big money across the country. Complicating the spat further, Strait's wife was arrested Monday on a raft of charges. In the past, Strait and the so-called Texians, <laughs> Texians is how it's spelled, have been natural allies. They both subscribe to the eclectic ideas of the sovereign citizen movement, which broadly encompasses groups of people who believe they exist in parallel legal universes and can, through elaborate legal filings and careful courtroom rhetoric, evade actual laws but the relationship between the texas sovereign citizens and one of the movement's most prominent members broke down this month after the texas group accused straight of getting rich by selling fake license plates that sovereign citizens believe would help them avoid police and that ended up in the death and the murder of a young man that was 25 years old out in utah blasting that license plate on his bmw and got himself killed continuing 
In total, the group claims Straight may have made nearly $200,000 off the bogus plates. Holy crap, man, I should have gotten in this business. I got a little cricket machine and I can buy a bunch of fake license plates and put a little civil peace flag on it and a little stupid fake emblem and make a couple hundred grand. Shoot, that sounds like a really good scheme there. Continue with the article. Straight in the Republic of Texas's leadership didn't respond to the request for comment. For the Republic of Texas, beliefs in their own legal impunity have turned violent. In 1997, one branch of the group kidnapped two people and held them as hostages, demanding the release of the Republic of Texas member who had been arrested for pushing fake legal documents. After a week-long standoff with law enforcement, one of the group's members was killed after shooting at a police helicopter. This group landed on law, the group landed on law enforcement's radar again in 2015 after its members sent uh, a Fox legal document to a judge prompting an FBI raid on a meeting. Now, Strait, meanwhile, has become one of the leading figures of the sovereign citizen movement, often pushing his theories at multiple seminars a month where tickets can cost more than $150. And if you attend, this is off the article, and if you attend Bobby Lawrence's seminars here in Michigan, I saw a price tag of nearly $450. These guys are freaking raking in a whole boatload of money off a bunch of sad, misguided souls. Continuing. At his well-attended event, Strait rambles for hours about his oddball legal ideas, drawing complex diagrams on a whiteboard, and claiming that the America Bar Association is responsible for most of the problems in the United States. Now, if there's any bit of truth in this article, that last statement is true. The American Bar Association is responsible for a lot of the problems and destruction that's taking place within our country. They're the ones taking down this nation. So that part is actually true, just for the record. Continuing on with the article, Strait has risen to become a sovereign citizen guru, according to the Anti-Defamation League, insisting that his followers can break free of the regular legal system and become free-roaming American state nationals if they just buy the right forms from him. Oh, look, you got to buy more crap. Since at least March, Strait has been promoting another potential uh, lucrative plan offering tiny nine foot plots in the Republic of Texas for $387 in this twisted logic of sovereign citizens that would mean anyone in the country could buy a plot and renounce their American citizenship to become a Texian. But an add on deal sold by Strait as part of the land deal went even further. Selling a right to travel package for $512 that offered a fictitious Republic of Texas license plate on his website, Strait claims any driver with the license plate couldn't be legally pulled over for a traffic stop. Sweetening the deal, Strait claims that a holder of the plates could even sue any police officer who pulled them over for substantiated damages with Strait's wife as their lawyer. <laughs> the license plate deal angered the sovereign citizens in the Republic of Texas who appeared to be concerned about running in a pop-up, uh, excuse me, yeah, in a, in a running, in a, about running. In a pop-up on their website, the group claimed that they've been deluged with unhappy customers complaining about straight. On their website, the Republic of Texas claimed straight sold the land and plate packages for $897 to more than 200 people, making roughly $179,400. But after running afoul of, law, afoul of law enforcement in the past, the Texians say they want no part of this license plate operation, warning that anyone with the plates does so at their own risk. The Republic of Texas will not be held responsible for the potential unlawful ramifications from the state of these packages. The website notes, and amid the fight with the Republic of Texas, Strait's wife, Bonnie Thomas, is what her name is shown here, was arrested Monday outside of Fort Worth. She faces four charges, according to a county jail website, carrying a weapon in a prohibited place, illegal burning, resisting arrest, and assault a police officer or judge. No further details were immediately available, and it's not clear whether her arrest is related to the fake license plates. As of this writing, Strait hasn't acknowledged that he's been disowned by the fictitious Republic of Texas, where he's claiming to sell land. His website still offers a license plate, plus another unusual benefit, access to a future RV park, open only to, to so <laughs> only open to sovereign citizens. So there you go, guys. Um, do you guys still want to be a state national? Bueller? Bueller? Anybody?
Anybody want to be a state national? Anybody? <laughs> yeah. I, that's that's what I think. You sure, guys? Nancy says no. Nobody wants to be a state national? Anybody? Nobody wants to be a state national? Well, that's a good answer. Because being a state national is going to land your butt in jail. It's going to land your butt in jail. It's going to land you in a whole heap of other messes. So I'm not trying to make light of this situation because this is very serious. Okay. Now, anybody like, um, oh, I don't know, a certain podcaster, which I'm going to keep his name uh, anonymous, but we all know who I'm talking about because this particular guy said on his podcast, oh, there's podcasters out there that are taking my podcast and trying to provoke an argument with me. Get out of here. You can get over yourself. What I'm trying to do is tell you that your state of Oregon is actually assembled and it's doing quite well and it's growing exponentially. And maybe you should get involved in the right side of the fight and get away from all the other sellout bullcrap and maybe actually do something for once in your life and help restore the Republic of these United States of America. But no, instead you just want to, you know, play ignorant and be like, uh, uh, national assembly doesn't work. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. So to the nameless podcaster out in Oregon, you're, you're being very ignorant and you know what, quite frankly, uh, whatever. I mean, that's, that's your call. But no, if you knew me, you you would know that I did not say what I said. You know, I did not say what I said just to provoke an argument. That's not what I do. I was trying to actually legitimately get you to reach out to me so I can get you in contact with the right people that maybe you can sit down and, and, and maybe figure out, hey, what are you guys doing? Maybe this might have some legs. But no, you got to be all ego-driven and pride-driven and, and be like, oh, these podcasters are taking other podcasts and putting on their show as their material, blah, 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 blah. Go cry about it. All right, I'm done with you. I'm done with people like this. All right, because that right there is somebody who is not a true patriot of this country. All right, the only lawful way, ladies and gentlemen, to restore the Republic of these United States of America is through the National Assembly. Okay, you learn these things through the school of the National Assembly. You can find the school of the National Assembly at national-assembly.net. Let me say it again, national-assembly.net. I'll even spell it for you and say it a third time. National, that's N-A-T-I-O-N-A-L, the little dash, assembly, A-S-S-E-M-B-L-Y, dot net, national-assembly.net. And of course, you could put a www in the front of it, but if you just type in national-assembly.net, it should pull up. All right. We have a conference call every Thursday. Join in. Um, I'm going to be attending the Georgia call. They start their first call of three calls that takes place on Wednesday. Um, I forgot the time. Um, they sent it to me. Let me see here because I was going to attend it because I've always wanted to listen to these three-part calls. It takes place in three weeks, an hour a call. And um, so tomorrow's podcast might be an, an hour earlier as well. Uh, I might start at six so I could attend their little, you know, their, their phone call at seven possibly. Um, but I've been wanting to attend their three-week call because that might also be a good thing for people in other states to attend for newbies who are new to the assembly, trying to learn more about it. It's a three-week call, an hour each week. And by the third week, if it's something that you're still sticking around and, and you want to learn more, well, you're, you're our kind of people. That means you're taking education into your own hands and you want to learn more. See, if you're going to be an assembly member and you're going to be a jurist and you're going to be somebody who's participatory in this thing that we call the Republic of these United States of America, you have to take life and, and, and these duties into your own hands. OK, now we don't ever act alone except in educating ourselves. But when it comes to, you know, the assembly, we work as a body politic, as a group. OK, we the people. All right. What these people, these state nationals are doing, they're acting alone and they're getting themselves in a heap of trouble and they're getting arrested and they're mounting up fees. And in some cases, getting shot and killed by police in Utah. Now, you tell me. Which one sounds like it's a more legitimate thing? The guy with the fake license plates who's getting who's in jail right now and, and his wife's in jail for multiple charges. And, you know, uh, the, the group that had the kid that got shot and killed back out in Utah for having one of these fake license plates. 
Or do you want to be part of the National Assembly where a gentleman by the name of Joe Fry, who is part of the Michigan General General Assembly, got pulled over by for doing 81 miles an hour on his way to an assembly meeting by a state trooper, told the state trooper, which, by the way, let me just for the record, when you're an assembly member, OK, because we're still in the private until we get our 38 states, we will always be in the private. So therefore, we do not trespass on the de facto. So, yes, that means we keep up on our tabs. We keep up on our licenses, our driver's license until we get enough people to take back the power fully. We don't trespass. See, that's a big difference. But see, when you're an assembly member and you're attending assembly business or you're on your way to an assembly meeting like Joe was and you get pulled over for doing 81 in a 70 and you tell the officer, I'm um, sorry, officer, but um, with all due respect. Um, and again, this is a respectful conversation. Um, oh, which, by the way, with license plate that is up to date and registered. Um, but with all due respect, officer, you're actually out of your jurisdiction because all the governors uh, were rounded up by the military. And I believe all notices went out to all the county sheriffs um, that nobody in this state is supposed to be um, basically interfering with anybody that's doing assembly business. And we are actually on our way to an assembly meeting. It's private. And you actually are out of your jurisdiction. Guess what? Officer basically was like, or the trooper was like, well, well yeah, everything you say is true. And uh, just please drive safe and, uh, you know, have a good day. And away Joe went doing 82. One more over the limit than from the original one when he got pulled over. No one got shot dead. No one went to jail. Yep, and Oscar brings up another good point too. Don't forget about the Colorado Nine. Those those individuals, are, some of them, are, I, think, I believe, I don't know about all nine, but I know some of them are still sitting in jail to this day because of Anna Von Wright's AVR, again, part of the state nationals, led some people down a wrong path. Just saying, guys, okay. Use your, do your research. Okay, do your research. I'm going to play one quick thing and then we're going to close this out in prayer because I got to get, get going. This is about three minutes long. I love this. Give this a listen to. All right. So, um, and what I was going to play, you know, what I ended up playing was a little audio piece from Telegram. So that that was the end of the recording um, from, from yesterday's show. All right. And um, yeah, I mean, I couldn't have done a second time of this show, like going over all that information. I couldn't have done it any better than I did yesterday. So I, I figured, you know what? It's better off just to play the repeat. Um, so which is why I just figured, you know, I'm going to clip it and then we're going to just play it here on the air. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, so here's the thing, guys. That's your final warning. That is the final warning. Now, the piece that I played after that, it is really relevant. I will play that. It's about three minutes. And then we'll close us out in prayer. But give this a listen because this is exactly a very strong message that I think most people need to hear. I had a dream the other night. I didn't understand. A figure walking through the mist with a rifle in his hand. His clothes were torn and dirty as he stood there by the bed. He took off his three-cornered hat and speaking low, he said, We fought a revolution to secure your liberty. We wrote the Constitution as a shield from tyranny. For future generations, this legacy we gave to make you the land of the free and home of the brave. The freedoms we secured for you, we thought you'd always keep. The tyrants labor endlessly while your parents were asleep. Now your freedom's gone. Your courage is lost. You're no more than a slave in your land of the free and home of the brave. You buy permits to travel, permits to own a gun, permits to start a business or build a place for one. On land you think you own, you pay your yearly rent. But you don't have a voice in saying how that money spent. Now your children attend a school that doesn't educate and your Christian values can't be taught according to the state. You read about your current news in a regulated press and pay more taxes than you owe to that thing called IRS. Your money's no longer made of silver or gold. 
trade your wealth for paper so your life can be controlled. And you pay for crimes that make your nation turn from God in shame. Now you've taken Satan's number and traded in your name. You give your government control to those who could do you harm so they could padlock churches and steal the family farm and keep the nation deep in debt while putting men of faith in jail and then harass your fellow countrymen while your corrupt courts prevail? Your public servants don't uphold the solemn oath they've sworn. And now your daughters visit doctors so their children won't be born. You send guns and artillery to foreign shore, and then you send your youth to slaughter, fighting other people's wars. Could you regain the freedoms for which we fought and died, or have you lost your courage and your faith to stand with pride? Are there no more values for which you'd fight to save? Or do you wish your children to live in fear and be a slave? And people of this republic, it's time to rise and take a stand. Defend the Constitution, the supreme law of your land. Preserve your great republic and every God-given right. And let us pray to God to keep that torch of freedom burning bright. Yeah, what a great, what a great audio that is. I absolutely enjoyed that. What a great audio piece. So anyway, I hope everybody got the picture and heard this and i hope everybody you know got you know like i said i really hope boy those birds i'm hearing so many birds ruffle right outside of our window like it's it's pounding pretty bad i should get like a video camera on it to see exactly what's going on but anyways but this is like i said this is the final warning all right for anybody out there that's trying to figure out um hey uh I don't know if I should do the state national thing. I'm not sure if I should do the, you know, the national assembly thing. Here's the thing. If it's not clear enough, it should be clear now. Okay. It should be very clear now. And, uh, my wife is just putting in here in the chat. There's been a Robin running into the window all week. Yeah. I don't know what this Robin is doing, but man, it's something's messed up going. I don't know what's going on with this bird. I'm going to go outside after the show is concluded. Cause I gotta, I gotta see what's going on. I have no idea what this bird is doing, but it sounds like it's about ready to bust through the window. But anyway, so if you're contending with people that are, you know, trying to give you objections and they're trying to give you an argument about, you know, um, <laughs> Nancy, well, <laughs> I'm not even going to read that on the air. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, sure I am actually. Nancy says <laughs> Nancy says bird porn going on out there. I don't know. There's a lot of bird poo out there, so I don't know what kind of bird deviance is going on out there that requires bird feces, but that's gross. That's nasty. Uh uh. <laughs> Oscar says is the bird's last name straight? <laughs> you guys are bad. You guys are bad, I tell you. Um, but in all all kidding aside, though, um, if you're contending with opposition with people who are severely considering joining the you know state nationals, you you need to you need to have them listen to this final warning because nobody in our assembly has gotten arrested and continuously keeps getting arrested and has been put in jail and kept in jail. Okay, not unless you're, you know, acting alone and trespassing on the corporation, which we don't do. Clearly, they're doing some bad, unlawful stuff, and it's landing them in jail. Do your research, do your due diligence, and really put prayer towards it. And ask God for that discernment. I'm telling you, you got to watch yourself, guys. There is a right and lawful way to do this. And the state national route is not it. I promise you. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, boy, do we need you more than ever. We need your help. We need you to help awaken more people out there 
to really understand what's going on, to seek out the truth, to see what the National Assembly really is, and to really hopefully see the fraud that the state national movement really is. There's only one way to get this nation back, and for starters, it means putting you back at the top of the pedestal, putting you back at the top of the throne, because you are God. You are our Heavenly Father. You're the one that's ahead of this world. We are your footstool. So we just ask that you guide us, because we do. We need you. We can't succeed without you. We can't succeed in anything in our life without you. So please be with us. Guide us. Give us courage, wisdom, discernment, and show us every step of the way what we need to do. We pray all of this in your Holy Son's name, Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen, ladies and gentlemen. I'm going to close out the show, and I'm going to go see. Oh, and you know what? Because, excuse me, let me do a P.S. to this prayer because I closed out the last show a little too prematurely, and I forgot. Um, to read Rietta's prayer from the last show, and she has one right up here, so I want to read this as well. And she says, Father, help us to stay strong and not grow weary in doing good. We need your wisdom, discernment, and power, Lord. Please comfort those who are hurting. Please save those who don't know you. We thank you, Father, that we are a part of your perfect plan. We do look forward to seeing you one day. Forgive our nation as we have greatly sinned against you. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Amen. That's a, that was well put, Rietta. Well put. Well put. I'm going to read a couple more comments before we close it out. Um, Destry says, you can see our results. Absolutely. We have the validation. QPUP says, uh, such disrespect for those impacted by those involved in porn. Jokes about birds. Let's see here. Okay. Uh, let's see here. Oscar H. Take the scales off the eyes of those that are deceived in David Straight Lies. For a second, DS. I always think of Deep State when I see DS. Yep, David Straight Lies. Absolutely. Uh, Destry says, all we see from other groups is ending up in jail. That's very true. Oh, yes. And Nancy, thank you for that. Yes. And then, of course, a special intention prayers for those out there. Um, that that need it. That's one thing that my wife always asks for, the special intentions. And so, yeah, I hope you all have an excellent, excellent day, excellent night, if it's night already on your side of the world. And like I said, remember, tomorrow is Thursday, so it will be podcast-free Thursday. It's my only day off. And so I have... Um, special intentions. So Rietta was asking what the special intentions mean. So like just, uh, just things just that are kind of in the heart, um, that people have that maybe they don't want to put out on the chat, you know, unspoken prayer. Yeah. Unspoken prayer. Um, you know, just kind of something along those lines there. Um, but remember I won't be on the air tomorrow. Um, but we will be back on Friday, Friday afternoon after I'm done with work, usual time, 7 PM. Okay. It may possibly be a one-show day, um, but regardless, I'll be on the air on Friday. So I hope you all have a great day or night wherever you're at in the world, and we will see you on Friday. God bless, ladies and gentlemen, and we're out for now. Time to wake Time to up. Wake up. <laughs> <laughs> no longer can we rely on those same people in the media and politics who will say anything to keep our rigged system in place. Instead, we must choose to believe in America. History is watching us now. We don't have much time, but history is watching. It's waiting to see if we will rise to the occasion and if we will show the whole world that America is still free and independent and strong. Because today, we are not merely transferring power from one administration to another, or from one party to another, but we are transferring power 
from Washington, D.C., and giving it back to you, the people. For too long, a small group in our nation's capital has reaped the rewards of government, while the people have borne the cost. Thank <laughs> you.